Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of This Week in the Bush League, hosted by the Chief and the Champ. I'm the Chief, and uh, we're going to talk about some Major League Baseball trades that might turn the season for two National League teams. Ooh, all right. And I am the Champ, and I must be a nice guy, because I might be finishing last. (laughs) I don't know if that – well, finish last in what? In the Bush League, uh, I don't, you you have no you have a better shot of winning a Mega Millions than finishing last. Really? Okay. Well, I I think as we're going to discuss later in this podcast, I think the major league trades will probably have more of an impact than the Bush League trades on the standings. Okay. Yeah. That's 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 a guess. You know, interleague trades. I get it. Mm-hmm. And and you're you're well. We'll talk about it. But I'm guessing you're not even talking about like the major players. You're talking about some some uh, good players that might drop off of people's teams that are going to greatly affect them. Yeah, yeah. For instance, let's just say you lose Juan Soto to the American League. Yeah, that could be catastrophic. Yeah, yeah. As much as it can be catastrophic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or even even a guy like Hap, right? The yeah. Du- dudes lose Hap to American League. That That's a big hit that you cannot replace at this point in the season. Nope, nope. It, yeah. it would be tough. Yeah. Is, is that kind of what you were talking about in the opening, about how... Uh... Well, I, I, I think with Contreras, Soto, um, Quintana... Uh, where where they if where they land if they land in the National League, it it's gonna if the Cardinals get Soto, it depending on who they give up, it's gonna be difficult for the Phillies to tr- keep pace with them. I think. See, here's the problem: is is that the Cardinals only have two reliable starters, right? Yeah, they need uh, Wayne Wright and Michaelis, yeah. and and you know Palante has come over, uh, come out of nowhere, and has really performed really well this year. It's kind of held them together, but they really need to address pitching. And I don't think that if you get uh, Corbin as part of the deal, that's really going to uh, put no. you over the top. <laughs> no, actually, you you hope just to DFA him and say, "Hey, we'll just pay you," but you're not pitching, you're not getting on this mound. They they can't, yeah. they can't throw him. Actually, in St. Louis, they would they would probably try it. You think, uh, I, yeah, yeah. Well, and and I think I, the Giants are kind of quietly in a couple of these deals, and um, and if they want to stay in, the, how long is Jock Peterson out for? Uh, he should be. Uh, he has concussion protocols, and he okay. should be back this week. But concussions are like hamstrings; they it, they pop back up. You know, yeah. I mean? it's not like it, you know, you, oh, the concussion's gone, so I'm good forever now. Sure. Yeah. It, now you're more prone to get them. Um, and I think they're quietly in this thing, in these trade talks. Who do you think is going to go for the Giants? Is it Carlos Rodon? Uh, are, are you saying they're buyers or sellers? Because I'm not sure where they stand. I think they're a little. I think they're playing both sides of the fence right now. Okay. But, yeah. Obviously, if they could get a guy like Soto. They're not going to trade Rodon, but right. if they can't, they might trade Rodon and pick up some other players that are, you know, hell, they won 107 games without Rodon last year, so it's not yeah. like it, you know, they're trading Degrom here. So, um, and their issue has been the health of their outfield. They just they're not performing, and they just can't stay on the on the field, you know. But you know what? That seems very similar to last year too. Um, I, yeah, I, they need somebody to start anchoring that 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 outfield. And the, I, I don't see them. I don't see them competing with the Phillies or the Cardinals for that last wild card spot. Do you? Not if they, unless they make a deal. Yeah. Unless they add. Yeah. If they add to it, then I I I, I think they could make some noise. I, I think you'd have to worry about them a little bit. But um, and then the other side is if the Padres are really close to you know as they're reporting that that's that's going to change that's going to that's it might change the landscape of the national league playoffs as well uh, are you suggesting that the padres would be looking at soto is that what yeah. you're referring to yeah 
or, or Contreras. I mean, they could they could probably use a solid catcher. Um, and I think they probably give up more for Soto, obviously. But Contreras would be a nice. I don't even know who their catcher is. They they got like three of them. Yeah. And and uh, I, I and I'm going to tell you, and I I know you made a trade for him this week, and I, I'm it's just my opinion, and obviously, you know you. I probably probably don't want to listen to me, but I've watched C.J. Abrams play, and I'm not sure he's as good as they say he is. Maybe defensively he is. I, I worry about his hitting. I I, I do too. Yeah. I do too. I I, I don't think it, it, obviously in a perfect world, I don't think the Padres would wanted to bring him up this year. But in, the injury to Tatis forced that, right? Yeah. Because. They, they had if Tatis is playing, they had Cronenworth and um, Hassan Kim to, to back up there, and I think they would prefer him to be in the minor leagues. So I don't know what this stint in the major leagues has done to his development. If it's if it's helped it or hurt it, I, I think longer term, if if he could put um, gain a little bit more power, um, he certainly has the speed. I think he's going to be a decent player. Yeah, and he's probably good defensively. I I don't know. I haven't seen him play defensively enough to make it a, you know, to offer an opinion. But he needs to add about fifteen pounds of muscle. Yeah, and yeah, and change his approach a little bit at the plate. Is he's the games that I've seen him play, and I've probably seen about ten to fifteen at bats. He's just behind on the ball, and he he doesn't look very comfortable, confident or comfortable in the in the box. And I'm not criticizing. I'm just saying I'm. This, I don't think he's he needs to add some weight and um, yeah think about this of, of any of the teams that are contending in the NL um, would he be up right now and I just think it, it was San Diego's situation that um, they brought him up in because I don't I don't think yeah you're right I don't think he's major league ready yet no not at the plate he's not no he's 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 not he's not close and um I, I don't know what the what the fuss was about him to be honest with you. Now, after I saw him, after I saw him play in the big leagues, I'm, I I don't know what the what the fuss was, but uh, I I haven't seen him play in the minors, so I, I don't I don't know. Um, but I, I don't even know what 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 does he offer? Is he a base stealer? Or? Yeah, yeah, he he steals some bases. Um, you know, it might be best for him to get traded to, to, to the Nationals, right, and, and, and play every day because I've watched Luis Garcia play shortstop, and he's not a shortstop in D.C. You saw Garcia too, right? He's not, he's not really a shortstop. He's a second baseman. Yeah, he's probably not a shortstop, yeah. Yeah. That, that's that's probably true. So, uh, Abram's hitting two thirty two right now. Um, 27 strikeouts, 125 at-bats. He's got five doubles of his twenty-nine hits, one stolen base, two. It's got caught twice. That's probably not, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't, I don't know what the guy is supposed to do. He's still young though, man. He's only twenty-one. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't think that, you know, he could he, next year if he's still with the Padres. I wouldn't be surprised if he opened the, the year in the minor. Well, I think they're going to have to move Tatis to uh, the outfield, aren't they? Uh, yeah. If not this year, then within the next year. So, yeah. And then, but now he's he's gonna have to play fall ball. He's gonna have to go down and play in the Latin leagues, which maybe he wants to. Maybe you know, maybe he can. Maybe he likes doing that, and he's gonna have to get some reps in. He needs more than spring training to learn how to play the outfield. I think. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. 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 Because spring training, they don't even play every day. You know, he he needs to. <laughs> He needs to play a bunch of games in left field or right field, wherever wherever they're putting him. Yeah, and hope tell him, look, the wall's not your friend. Just let it bounce off the wall. We'll live to play there another day. Don't be running into that thing. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll get into those a little a little more in depth uh, throughout the the hour here. Uh, well, let's start with the uh, um, transactions, right? And four four owners participated this weekend, and seven players. It looks like. Am I right? Eight players. Eight players. Eight. All right. We we'll start with the Bulls. Nine. Yeah. Eight. 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 Right. 
start with the Bulls. He picks up uh, Nick Forte for the catcher from Miami. Uh, obviously dropped Luis Castillo, who was traded to Seattle. Um, and I, I don't know any – I only what I read, but it seems like the Reds got some decent prospects for Luis Castillo. Uh Yes, they 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 did. Um, let's let's see here. Um, um, Marte, the shortstop, is supposed to be uh, yeah. a, a pretty good player. Yeah. Um, I have Levi Stout on my out of the park baseball team, so okay. he he's obviously a good player. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Um, here's what's here's what's interesting though uh, is Marte to 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 the Reds. The, the Reds are kind of stockpiling shortstops in in in, in their system. Um, they have that uh, Jose Barrero who hasn't come back for, um, into the major leagues for um, um, from from injury um, and never never seen a bat this year. And then they had this uh, uh, I think it's pronounced Ellie Ellie De La Cruz. Oh, De La Cruz. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And they have Matt McLean. So four of our five top prospects. Or shortstops. Now, uh, I guess with the shortstop position, you would think it's one of the more athletic positions, so you can probably move those people around to second base, third base, that type of thing. But just interesting what the Reds are doing, unless you know there's another move or or two for them to be made. Yeah, um, and then the the Bulls also picked up Jake Lamb uh, for the Dodgers. He's back in the Bush League again, and he drops David Peralta because he got traded. Yeah, that was that was a late. I think it was late Saturday night. Um, I uh, I, I actually put a bid in for Lamb. I got uh, I guess um, tiebreaker. He beat me on the tiebreaker. Okay, um, and that was no. Then the Bulls pick up Pavin Smith, put him in an open fab spot, and we'll have to double check that just to make sure. Usually the Bulls keep one around late, but we'll uh, we'll double check that. Um, Smith's going to be out until at least September. Uh, right. But, um, yeah. But we'll see. And he, he's, he's, he was on my team last year. He did a decent job. He was a reserve pick. And I had Christian Pache, and I threw him in there for the whole year. He's not a bad player. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see. He has a – he doesn't do anything. He doesn't steal bases, doesn't hit homers. Doesn't have a high OPS. He's not a that's really a, good. That's fantasy. a fair description of him. Yeah, but he'll he'll play every day when he's healthy. So yeah, yeah, yeah and, and he could be the everyday first baseman um, when he comes back. Should they move Christian Walker? Yeah, right. He he could be, and he seems to get in the lineup when he's healthy. So anyway, um, Bearcats pick up Adam Ottavino uh, from the Mets. He. Drops uh, the pitcher Hernandez from the from the uh, Marlins who Marlins, won the IL yeah. and he just never he just never got it going this year. Um, Bearcats also pick up uh, Bailey Falter, relief pitcher for the Phils. Uh, he dropped Dallas Keuchel experiment. Oof, yeah, I, I think Dallas Keuchel is pretty much done at this point. I think he got picked up by another team though. Oh, te- Texas, Texas, picked yeah, him up? Texas picked him up, yeah. Okay. Wow. There must be uh, pitching coach hubris. We can fix them, mm. right? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a really that's a really good term. Yeah. Uh, you pick up Luis Diaz, the the big first baseman from the Marlins. Drop Adam Duvall. You dropped him. Is he out for the year? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, pretty much. My if you look at my IL and you know Bob Kirk brought this up a while ago. Um, there's different. You know, when you're on the IL, there's different degrees of it, but it's it's bad. It's a lot of players and for a lot of length too. Um, and then uh, it, it, nothing went. It's gone right for me the last couple months. Of course, they trade Peralta. I drop Hummel. Hummel's probably going to be brought up because <laughs> they traded Peralta, and uh, I pick up Jan Gomes just only because I'm, Contreras is getting traded, so. He'll play. Okay, you know, that makes sense. Yeah. Hey, let's just jump back. I did pick up one more pitcher, uh, Corbin Martin. I just oh, you did. He's a yeah. possibly a post type sleeper. I mean, he was a big prospect that that hasn't really performed, and you know, basically took a flyer to try and be ahead of the curve for for a buck and see what happens there. Yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, you, you drop Mitch White. He's just not getting the 
innings? I, I, I like Mitch White. No, yeah. but now that uh, – um, oh, I can't remember the name of the player. Um, is back. Uh, Haney. Yeah, Andrew yeah. Haney. Yeah. Uh, now that he's back, um, White's not going to see any starts. And, and I, th- I thought uh, Mitch White pitched pretty well. Um, he may, he, you know, he may see um, time up and down, but I, I, I couldn't afford for that. Yeah, so, no, no, I get it. It's time yeah. to move on. Yeah, um, and that's all for the for the uh, yes transactions. Looking at the uh, weekly standings, dudes lead the way at eighty-one. Real good week. Um, Bearcats had a good week, and the Lakers bounced back a little bit. Uh, him and the Hawks had sixty-seven. It, it goes to my point. Last week, I think I talked about the Lakers using the basketball analogy, just kind of weathering the run. You'll take the run and then, and then uh, start battling back into the game. And he lost points, obviously, but team performing a little better. Hawks still pr- pretty consistent over the past, what did you say, month and a half? Yeah. Pretty consistent. Uh, Rebs peaked their head up, have a good week. So did the Roosters. And then uh, nothing much going on. Ducks really, really bad pitching week, and you ended at twenty nine. Yeah, nobody's even. Well, when they play, they're bad, and when they don't play, they're they're even worse. Twelve. You and the Statman, thirteen and a half Statman offensive points, and you had twelve. That's is it because of lack of it game games played? No, um, and I've been able to try and fill in everywhere, but they're just again, they're just not really good when they play. And it's worse when, when, when they're out. And, yeah, it's here's the thing, is the last two months you just hope to get lucky just to stay uh, afloat. That's, that's really it. And then looking at the overall, dudes extend the lead to eight, and they got the Lakers and the Sewer Hawks. Um, the Lakers, close. He's eight back, but his, his hitting is, is uh, performing a little better. His pitching's still pretty solid. He has he has forty one pitching points. That's he's got a pretty good roster there, and he's got some. Although he he's trading someone this week, we'll get into that. Duck's still hanging tough in the mid fifties, uh, behind you know about nine points behind the Superhawks. Statman and the Ducks seem to be, uh, you know, right on top of each other. Bearcats got up to forty nine, and then. You're at 48 with the Bulls, or Bulls at 48 and a half, and then the Rebs and myself. Um, yeah, I, I, if Soto and Contreras get traded to the American League, you got no shot of finishing last. <laughs> um, so, the, you know, I woke up this morning and talking about the standings, and the dudes have a nice, you know, eight-point lead. That, that, that feels really good. Um, we texted this morning, and he's just hoping to weather the – MLB trading deadline and, and hope it doesn't come out like the Lakers did last year because um, he seems to be in, in a fairly good position with both his pitching and now that his hitting's coming back. Um, it, it, it's, it, it's taking shape of, of a three-team race with, you know, the Ducks and Statman playing 500 ball and then everybody else. That, that's how I'm seeing it right now. But, you know, the, the major league trades could affect things. Yeah, the difference between this year and last year is Rick's trades happened earlier in July, and if if this if the trades happen on Tuesday, it's going to be tough to scramble to get a, put a package together to make that up. Yeah, uh, Wednesday, I would imagine everybody check your phones because Tuesday at six o'clock is the major league trading deadline, and then ours is Wednesday. So I would imagine there's going to be a lot going on. But just hey, just jumping back for a second into the standings, um, I, I noticed that the Statmen, right? Or oh, let's just take the Ducks at 54 and a half. They're only 10 and a half points out of last place, but yet they're nine out of nine points from third place. So you can see that positions four through 10 is fairly tight. And I actually took a look. Can can I just deviate just for a yeah, second yeah, here? Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually just took a look at um, how I, I, I thought that it, this has been a tighter year than, than, than previous years in, in terms of finishes 
uh, between first and last place. And just just as point of a reference, okay, last year first place team had 85 points. Last place team had 16, 85, 16. 2020, which is the straight, uh, excuse me, the COVID year, 89 and a half, 31 and a half. The 19 year, 73, 26 and a half. 18 years, 77, 28 and a half. 17 was close, but there's only an eight teams uh, in there. It was 59 and a half and 30. So my, my point is, is that this has just been a really tight year and that whoever finishes last, I'm trying to make myself feel better. It really wasn't because they had a really bad team. It was just that it was really close. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, you're right on that turnaround time for – the major league trade deadline and our trade deadline, that's, that's a, that's a quick turn. And, um, I don't think anyone else would understand this other than Rick or bill. But, um, if, if bill was working still and Rick was going in every day, I'm sure they'd be saying, Hey, I can't go in the skiff today. Like from, I, I can be there before uh, nine o'clock after that. I got to be where I have a, a signal and a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I need to make a deal. Oh right, yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, we yeah we we got got to get on this in. This, no, I can't get in there today. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah, because that's that. If if these trades pop off on Tuesday, uh, I know I don't know about your phone, but if Soto and Contreras stay in the league, my phone's gonna be blowing up. And, and then you know what? And then then the, the hyenas will be out, won't they? The jackals will be out because the, they'll just be picking off your carcass. <laughs> well, I, I got to tell you, I, I, got a, I got a tentative deal worked out right now. Okay. Yeah. That I'm, yeah, I got a tentative deal worked out right now. All right, good for you. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's tough, mate. It's, it's tough on everyone else, too, with Soto. Because you don't want to, you know, you, that's a huge risk trade yeah. at this point right so all right um so we'll, we'll i guess we're gonna do this top half bottom half yeah right. what, do you, what do you think just run through it real quickly yeah because let me tell you it, it's the, there's nothing do, to talk about in the bottom half all right you, you want you want to press on then we'll talk trades yeah let's talk trades all right let's talk trades all right let's deal with yours first Right, we'll talk. We'll start bush league trades first. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm always having tr- traders remorse. Um, um, I, I thought I got the best part of, of Helsley's year, and I, I really would like to, to have had one of Bob's um, other, uh, the Corbin Carroll or uh, Ezekiel Tovar or, or the guy for the Dodgers, and Bob just wasn't relenting. So, yeah. Um, We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm not feeling all that great uh, about this deal. And, you, you know, I'm, I, I still could deal um, Harper if somebody wants the last, what, seven weeks? Because he's going to be back. Right now, there, there's there's talk that he might be back, what, third third week in August? Okay. So you get so six that gives you, and a half that gives you seven weeks of him, which, you know, seven weeks of Bryce Harper. I mean, this this guy can go off pretty quickly, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're selling them pretty good. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that's exactly what this this is what it's a forum for, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, 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 sell it's, yeah. ideas. All right. Uh, um. It, yeah. Yeah. That's that's really all. Uh, Rowdy Telez can be both Telez and Abrams can be retained next year for fifty cents. Telez, as we talked about, is a bad average person, um, batting average, but in terms of OPS and and the number of RBIs, I. I, I don't believe that the Brewers will be moving him um, either this year or over the winter. And that's, that's the other thing, right? If, if you look at these trades, I could possibly lose C.J. Abrams if he gets traded to somebody. So there, there's always that risk. Well, if he gets traded, he's going to the Nationals. But, yeah. Um, it's so, uh, Helsey, you, you, you had no interest in, in kicking around, keeping him for the winter and see where he lands his- um, I couldn't retain him. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I picked him up. I picked him up in Fab. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah. And then um, with McKinstry coming over, he, he him and uh, I imagine McKinstry's going to play. 
every day. Well, not every day. He's going to play on the major league roster, I imagine. Yeah, well, I think that's all predicated upon what happens to Ian Happ. Yeah, because McKittrick can play the infield, too. Yeah. He's one of those Dodger guys that plays everywhere. Um, Okay, and I think you have four objections. Today's the last day, and there's one person that didn't vote. All right, well, we'll see. So I'm just going to bring it up. Is it five that that cancels a trade? Yeah, I, I hope, as a commissioner, I don't have to institute an independent investigator to determine if he bullied the Rebs not to vote. So I hope, <laughs> I hope that's not the case. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so let's see if there's, if there's going to be an independent counsel that needs to go out and start asking questions. Well, here, here's the answer. If, if, if there's a fifth no and Sam does not attend college at Penn State, we'll know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, just just so everybody knows, the commissioner's eyes are everywhere. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we'll go with the Lakers. So the Lakers give up Merle Kelly and Kim to the Bulls for Francisco Lindor and Dave Robinson. All right, so let's take a look at that. Uh, obviously, Lindor is not going anywhere. He's you know um, going to be with the, the Mets and playing the rest of the year. But David Robertson, there's a little bit of a chance for the Lakers that Robertson could end up, will we'll end up somewhere. It's just where, right? Because the Cubs aren't going to keep him. Yeah, they're going to move him. Yep. And, and and Merrill Kelly has had a really nice year. I wish I had him uh, this year like I did the last two years, but, you know, that's what what happens. And Hassan Kim, he'll still continue to play like he has um, th- this year, you know, on again, off again. But he has a lot of p- position flexibility, too. Yeah, and I'm guessing the Bulls are looking at Kelly for 50 cents retention because I think I think Merle Kelly was bought for 30 cents this year. Okay, yeah. Um, and I, you know, this is I'm going to deviate a little bit here. Uh, the the Diamondbacks have Zach Gallon, who, who kind of came back to earth a little bit, but he's still a really good pitcher. And Kelly, they're that's that's two young guys that can that can stay in games. Uh, that you can build around for the Diamondbacks. So that's that's a good sign for them. Uh, yeah, they have, you know, obviously they have a lot of um, prospects um, right now. Corbin Carroll, as we talked about, um, Jordan Lawler, a shortstop. And, you know, they got the number one pick, or not the number one pick, but the number two pick in, in, in Drew Jones. So, I mean... It's always going to be a fight, right, to try and catch up to the Dodgers. Um, they, they've got a way to get ways to go, and yeah, um, you're not you're just not as high on on my guy Zach Allen, are you? No, I I am. I'm just I okay. Just meant when we were talking about him earlier in the year, he had like a 101 WHIP and and a, under a two ERA, and I just thought like, all right, I don't know if he'll get through the whole season like that, but he's a good pitcher. I'm not saying that. Well, he, he still has a 101 whip right now, 3.24 okay. ERA. There we go. Here's the thing. You, you ready for this? You yeah. ready for this? <clears throat> the Cardinals, who really need pitching right now, right, because they're, they're in trouble, you know, wouldn't they love to have um, Alcantara and Zach Allen back? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, and then the dudes get back in it again, of course. Um, <laughs> he hasn't met a trade that he doesn't like. Uh, he, he's going to send Jazz Chisholm, who's on the IL and probably out for the year-ish, and Ryan McCann to the Statmen for uh, Starling Marte and Ben Gamble. So the dudes and I, I we, were, we were really fairly close in a deal that was centering around Jazz Chisholm and, and, and Bryce Harper. But I, 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 maybe I'm more optimistic that Harper's coming back before. And I, 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 I needed somebody to, to at least cover on an everyday basis. Um, oh, okay. Offensively. And yeah. we just couldn't get there. Un- unfortunately, unfortunately, you know, since he only has, he traded away, I guess, a lot of his uh, extra spots. 
it put him in a roster crunch position, and and that's where we kind of hit um, had some problems. But you know, we were we were fairly close in the okay. deal. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I, I guess the dudes felt like he had to go out and do something because he can't lose Chisholm for the year. And the stat yeah. men, um, I wouldn't say are waving the white flag, but found an opportunity to gain someone for next year. And uh, actually, he picked up McCann too. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what McCann's price was. Do you know what his McCann's price was? I don't know if that's a, uh, if he's even looking to to retain him. But yeah, I get it. At least to uh, to cover for this year. Yeah. yeah and who yeah. knows in the off yeah. season? Uh, I'm I'm looking at uh, McMahon was a dollar eighty five. Yeah, so probably not a retention no, piece. No, he's and he's not really having a good year again. He's yeah. Two thirty two, eight eight homers, forty three ribs, thirty eight runs, five stolen bases. It's pretty pedestrian. For a dollar eighty-five, it is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, and then uh, with the baseball trades, we'll just we'll we'll include this here. Uh, we talked about Luis Castillo going over for the to the Mar- uh, Mariners, uh, Phillies, yeah, up and Edmundo Sosa. Yeah. What do you know about this JoJo Romero? Uh, he's not in the big leagues, and he's probably pretty close to twenty-five. And they have the worst bullpen in the baseball, so that's okay. what I know about them. For the, for the Cardinals, th- this was simply a move for Sosa. If Here was the problem, is that, the, that they, they went into a, ro- a roster crunch, right? Uh, the 40-man roster, and um, with DeYoung coming back up, they had to do something, um, and I guess they felt that Sosa, if they put him in the minor leagues, he's out of options, and he would be certainly scooped up on waivers. So they felt like they just had to get somebody for JoJo Rabbit. And that's who they got. They got somebody. Yeah. Um, and I don't know what – I guess Sosa can play shortstop. Um, I, I don't, I, I don't so, know if Gregorius so, is – So here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll step. tell you if, you if you're asking me. Are you asking me yeah, what he does? Sure. Um, he's a, he's a, he's a good, very good defender, um, that, that can play shortstop and, and third base. Um, he's taken a step back offensively this yeah. year. And yeah. he, I mean, he, he's, he's going to be a filling position. He, he'll be nice defensive replacements, but offensively he, he, he's not there. Um, so he's not there. You said he could play third base. Yeah. So if, he would be someone that if he's probably, I don't know if he's a better shortstop than Stott. Maybe, maybe, maybe he is. Um, so something happened, Gregorius, he could play shortstop for 10 days um, and probably not losing anything on the offensive side because Gregorius isn't doing anything, but I guess he could be a late inning replacement for bomb in the field. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Here's what's surprising. I'm looking at baseball reference right now. Yeah. They said that he had a 3.2 war last year. So um, over 326 plate appearances in 113 games. So a lot of that must be uh, part of defensive war. Well, it looks like it's split between um, offense and defense. Wow. Here, here's what he's really known for with the Cardinals in, uh, in his career. You ready for this? In 470 plate appearances, he's been hit 23 times already. <laughs> so, so Thompson could get up there and say, "Get up there and get hit, Goldstein." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, obviously, he'll he'll get more major league action than JoJo Rabbit will with the Cardinals. So, okay, all right, uh, and then the Cubs trade uh, Chris Martin from Coldplay. To the Dodgers. Yeah, I was just, oh, Zach you McKinstry. beat me to it. Doggone it. Yeah. For Zach McKinstry. Yeah. All right. I like Zach McKinstry. I, I, I got to imagine he'll he'll get some 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 fab looks this weekend. Yeah. This coming weekend. Absolutely. Uh, Diamondbacks trade left fielder David Peralta. We've been talking about him since the beginning of the year to the Rays uh, for a catcher. I'm not sure yeah. who he is or what he does other than catch. Do you know? Yeah, I, I no, I don't, and I, I don't think it much matters because, um, I, I think the Diamondbacks are already set at least for the for the near term, at, at catcher, right? Uh, probably. 
with yeah. with Carson Kelly yeah. and you know Darton Varsho, yeah. Dalton Varsho. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you're 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 probably right about that. Just a uh, who knows. So yeah. so so right now the tally two two players traded from the National League to the American League both on the Bulls roster. Yeah. Um, By the right. way, uh, just to let you know, that wasn't a shot at the Bulls. That was just factual. That's all. I don't. I'm not trying to accumulate monkey points. Okay. Yeah. So if we, if there's no judgment on that statement. No. Nope. Nope. Just, just factual. All right. Uh, so let's let's talk about over the next couple of days here. Um, yeah. And, and we're gonna go a go or no go. All right. Whether they get traded. And then uh, your your thought on whether to be in the National League or not. So I'm, I'm, okay, can I throw out some names? Oof. So we haven't prepped for this. No. So this is right off the top of my head. All right. All right. All uh, right. Uh, Otani, traded or not traded? Uh, no, he won't be traded. But here's a player that I wish was traded to the Cardinals, and is one of the few players that I would trade Jordan Walker and a whole host of people for. Okay. But right. it's a no. Okay. Charlie Blackman. Charlie Blackman. Um, I'm going to say no. And, and that's more an indictment on the Rockies management team. I don't, they don't have a good plan. They're, they're just floating out into to nothingness. So I'm going to say no there as well. Okay. Uh, Frankie Mo- Montas. Montas? Yeah. Yes. Montas will get moved to somebody. Now that Castillo is gone, Montas is the next, uh, next pitcher up. Um, the asking price is going to be high, but but somebody will will pay that, don't you think? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. Uh, so, you, you, what's your guess on the National League? Uh, I I would like to see the Cardinals get get him, but I think the asking price again is going to be too high. Cardinals are, are they're a little bit trade averse. Um, yes, I I would say yes to the uh, to the to the uh, National League okay. unless the Yankees swoop in somewhere, which they don't really need more pitching. No, no, um, I I think they may be done. I, I I think they got the replacement for Joey Gallo, and what what else? I don't know what else um, No, no, they're they're not done because somehow they'll get rid of Gallo. Mm. But in terms yeah, of major right. moves, I think yeah, the Yankees yeah, yeah. are done. I think yeah. you're right. All right, next one, Ian Happ. Oh, can we go back to the Yankees for a second here? Sure. Yeah. Um, um they picked up Andrew Benatendi, right? They did. And this is going to hit on a couple themes that we had before. Um, when they went to Toronto, Benatendi did not have vaccination. Um. I'm going to be interested to see the next time the Yankees go to Toronto if he's playing or not, oh. and, and how that affected the trade. Oh, that's interesting, right? I would think that the conversation came up with his with his with his uh, agent. So, if you're a Royals fan, if you're a Royals fan, and he doesn't want to uh, get the vaccination with the Royals. But he'll get it with the Yankees. Uh, what does that tell you? Yeah, it pisses me off. <laughs> right? Uh, okay. Good. Good. That's how I feel. All right. Uh, Ian Happ. Trade or no trade? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Trade, trade it to the Padres. Yep. Trade it to the Padres. That's where you think to he's the going. Padres. Yep. Yeah. Because if the Padres don't win out on the one, see, there's so many moving pieces here, right? It's dominoes. It's the same thing we have in our league that people are all holding out for Juan Soto and. When once when the, when the Nationals actually say that uh, Soto is not going to be traded or is traded, then all these other dominoes fall. And I don't know if the Padres get Soto, but if they'll get somebody, and I think it's going to be Hap. Yeah, because the Astros uh, are willing to part with some pitching. They do, right? They have six, seven. They have McCullers coming back right yeah. now, um, or shortly. They're in a good position there. They are. Um, Contreras, right? Uh, okay, I can see that. A, a deal that included Hap and Contreras. Oh, yeah. To the to the Astros. And, by the way, if if that happens, the Yankees have to be really, really nervous because, as you've pointed out, the Astros look like a machine right now. Yeah, and you know who looks – I watched them again is uh, Verlander. 
Mm. That guy, yeah, that guy. Dynamite, man. <laughs> it's almost unfair. How does that happen? All right. Uh, Jose Quintana. Yes, he gets traded to the National League. Um, I, I don't know where. I, I just don't think it will be to the Cardinals, like you said. Do um, you think the Phillies pick him up? Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, he plays in the same type of ballpark, so I feel like if he's performing in PNC, he could perform in – in uh, Citizens Bank, um, I, I'd, I'd be interested in what the Giants are thinking if they, mm. because mm-hmm. he would be a real good spot for that for that ballpark. Who who do the Phillies have to offer? Who like if you're the GM of the Phillies, who do you offer for Quintana? Yeah, I, 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 again, I know more of the Pirates minor league system than I do the Phillies. Um, okay. I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I don't know who they offer. Anyone that's on their forty man roster that's been playing, I, if I'm the Pirates, I'm like, I got that guy. Like, I, I don't need. Another, yeah. You, you know that's what I mean? Point. I got that guy. I got, I got mm-hmm. four of them in the outfield here. I, I don't know if the, if the Phillies are the best fit. Gotcha. Now, I, that's why I think the Giants. I, that's why I think the Giants are a better fit because I think they can get. Um, if the Giants think they're in it and they add another piece, you know, I I think they can get uh, one of their young outfielders, and stick them in the outfield every day and see what happens. You know, you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, if the Giants were a couple games over five hundred, I think it would be an easy sell to. Go get Ramos, um, someone like that. So, someone that's a pretty good prospect, but the Giants aren't committed to. So, so let, let's jump back for a second here. So, you, you're saying that you think there's a possibility uh, if if the Giants decide that they're in, that Quintana could go to the Giants. Well, I, I'm just saying from a from a from what I see, he yeah. he would be a really good pitcher in that ballpark. Okay. Yeah. And he needs some defensive help. You, you know what I mean? He needs guys that can pick mm-hmm. up baseball. Because balls are going to be put in play with him. But he, he, he um, I think he's had like really three bad, really bad outings. And other than that, he's pitched really well. Um, I, I don't know if I'm jumping your list here, but do you think the Giants have any shot at Soto? I think or am have... I jumping the list? Oh, you're jumping the list a little bit. All yeah, right, all right. We'll, we'll wait. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll wait on yeah. that one. Um. And then the other guy, will, oh, and we'll we'll go to Wilson Contreras. So yeah, he's a definite trade. Uh, you think he's staying in the National League? Contreras? No, I think he's going to the Astros. That's probably a good one. Um, yeah. And then lastly, we're gonna go with uh, Juan Soto. Wait, uh, oh. if he did go to the National League, it might be you know kind of the same type of deal with the Padres, where Hap and Contreras go to the Padres. Okay, for their for their um, for their prospects that I'm not sure are any good. Uh, yeah, they have a really good prospect out there in Robert Hassel. Okay, who's who who, who will be major league ready next year? All right, um, and, and and Usteri. I'm not sure how the pounds is Usteri. Oh, I know you're talking about Usteri yeah. Ruiz. Yeah, yeah Ruiz. Is, is another good one. Yeah. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Well, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to give up some guys to get both of those. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Two per two per player. Um, all right, and then we'll land on Juan Soto. Obviously, uh, well, let me ask you. It's not obvious. Do you think he'll be traded? All right. If if you're, and let me take a step back. Right. Um, I'm gonna go way way back. The the Nationals organization the learners are selling the team right so if you're selling the team do you let the next ownership group trade soto or do you try and trade them ahead of that all right but that's a good that's a good argument yeah um what would you do that's a good point you bring up uh I don't think it really matters because he he doesn't have this huge giant contract here. Okay, uh, I I guess I'm looking at it a little bit differently. Um, imagine you're an ownership group that that 
comes in, pays what it's going to be a couple billion dollars to, to, to get that franchise. And your first move is to trade Juan Soto. <laughs> How's that go over with the fans? Yeah. Not your fault, but it's already done. I'm not sure um, if the fan base is really upset at this point when he publicly turns down a $400 million deal. Uh, I'm th- I'm thinking that this ownership group, the learners, will will try and trade him so that the next group coming in won't have to do that. And because the next ownership group may not want to pay, you know, half a billion dollars to retain him, because he's go- he's going to need he's going to need over half a billion dollars, and it's going to have to be you know over if, if they want to do it over 13, 14 years. So yeah, well, I I also think that. Um... Maybe it's not the case anymore, but I think you could hold off to the winter. It gives teams more – it gives the Nationals more time to scout more players, um, and it gives teams more time to put together maybe like a, th- a three-team deal. Um, it, it, you know, you're coming down on 48 hours, which I'm sure they've had discussions. It's not like they're just picking up the phone now. So, but Right. The, there is a chance where he could they could wait it out to, and trade him in the winter. So what I hear you saying is that you're thinking that he doesn't get traded. No, I think he will, but it wouldn't. Okay. I, all I'm saying is that, you know, Contreras, there is no winner trade. Like, the, you know, he's hot now, and, and but Soto's under contract. I mean, he can't go anywhere. Right. Yeah. Right, they, right. They, and, and Contreras is a, is a free agent, so, yeah, he has to go. Yeah. So, I mean, they could trade him this time next year, Soto, if they wanted to. So, so where does – you're right, you're right, and, and people would get two years, but you'd want to get, you know, three playoff periods out of out of the player if, if you're going to offer four or five uh, – Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you'd probably get more, for him. more back now um, yeah. than you would <clears throat> if you traded him in the winter. But if you don't like what you're getting back, you fuck, sit and wait. Well, here, here's the other side of it. My sense is – is that he probably wherever he goes, he won't be signing right away. Uh, I, I think there's probably a good chance that he tests free agency as a Scott Boris client. Yeah, they all do. Right? right? Yeah, they all do. So where do you think he goes? He Soto goes. Uh, my, from what I've read, the the Padres are in on this, um, and I. I, I guess the Dodgers were as well. Um, and I, I don't know. Did the Cardinals, from what you're reading, did they pull out? No, no. They're, they're, still, they're, they're still in. Um, I, I, I think that from what I've read, and, and I don't know how good these yeah, sources yeah, are, yeah, right? Yeah. As, as part of this deal, um, the Nationals wanted Dylan Carlson. And I think the Cardinals have tried to move them off of Carlson and onto Nolan Gorman. Okay. And and I and I think the reason the Cardinals have done that is because of the fact that, you know, they have some position flexibility sure. at the middle infield with with, yeah. with Gorman. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they I, I just don't know if they have the stomach to do it. Yeah, they could afford to lose Gorman. Um Yeah. And yeah, and still be okay cuz you got the other kid down the minors too if they come off Arenado in two years, so. Yeah, I mean the they, I mean the other players that they talk about with the Cardinals is Mason Wynn mm-hmm. and and Jordan Walker. Yeah, and, and and then you know a couple of the Cardinals' uh, longer term uh, ideas at pitcher. Um, I would like to see the Cardinals get rid of O'Neill, but that's not going to happen. I, I think his great trade value, him and Bader's trade value right now. Bad. is not yeah. very high. It, yeah. it, they mean more to the Cardinals than they do to other teams. You know, uh, yeah, but someone like Bader would be a pretty good risk for the Pirates to give up Quintana. Yeah, I, w- I would not do that if I were the Cardinals. I mean, Bader plays a phenomenal center field. He just needs to stay. He just needs to stay um, on the field. And yeah, that but- plantar fasciitis, as we talked about, it's still a couple weeks out yet. But what my point with Bader is that you keep – this is a conversation you have once or twice a year every year. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. Right? And if you have someone that can replace them, which you do, like someone's playing now, 
and you can get a pitcher like Quintana for a guy that really good when he plays, but he plays 100 games a year, I think it's probably a pretty good risk. I got you. Yeah, and you need pitching. Uh, most definitely. I'd like to see, if we're talking about Cardinals, I'd like to see them go after Tariq Skubal from the Tigers. Oh. Yeah, the Tigers are disappointing, aren't they? Uh, yes, like a absolutely. Slump or I, where, where do they stand? Where do they, where do they stand uh, in terms of? Just bear with me one second here. Uh, Tigers are forty-one and sixty-two. Oh my gosh! And the oh, but the Pirates are forty and sixty-two. So once again, I am ahead in our deal. Well, no, the the Pirates have a game in hand. So yeah, so they could tie them. Right. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're not ahead. In, in a race to futility. <laughs> And then the other team that you know, you know what that kind of reminds me. It kind of reminds me of you and I. We're, we're kind of like the Pittsburgh and Detroit of the Bush League. Well, <laughs> I'm there. I'm just waiting for you to come back. That's <laughs> I'm just back here. Come on, Jamie. Follow the light. Go towards the light. Uh, the other team. That oh keeps, my. The other team that keeps popping up with Soto are the Texas Rangers. Wow, really? I, now I hadn't heard that. Talk, talk to me about that. I, I, it's, it's just something that it's, they've, they've popped up in most of the articles that I've read. Because remember, I told you, like ever since Wednesday, I checked Twitter like every ten minutes to see if Soto got okay. dealt. And um, here's here's another article: uh, Padres, Dodgers, Rangers, Cardinals. Uh, so. I, I think the Rangers would be taking a huge, huge risk with this guy. Because he's not signing in Texas. No one likes playing in Texas. Mm-hmm. That, that That is huge. And I don't know, is, is there a window? Is there a window to win in the next year or two years? I, I don't know. Uh, I, I like, listen, I, I like the fact that Rangers management went out and signed Corey Seager. Uh, they went out and signed Marcus Simeon. I, I just, I, I think the Rangers are more of, of uh, uh, sellers, right? I, and I think probably the biggest player they're going to trade is uh, Martin Perez. Yeah. Um, yeah. So here's, here's a, here's, if, if Soto was um, signed, you know, if he had some years, I would have loved to seen the Orioles make a make a call. Because you know they're 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 five hundred now. They brought up those young guys and and um, they they're really playing well, man. Have you seen this team play lately? No, I'm kind of I I don't like that organization. So I mean, good for the players there. I just I just don't like the organization. Uh yeah. Because I, I thought at one point Cedric Mullins was going to get traded this year because I just figured, like, the Orioles were going to lose 100 games again. And, um, you know, they'd move their best player that's over 25. and uh, But, yeah, they, they're, they, they actually might try to add something for next year. You, you know what? Let, let, let's go back for a second with, with the Orioles because when I say I don't like that organization, I should be more specific. The ownership group of, of the Orioles, I think they're just – Anyway, in, in terms of, I, I think they're really building for the future. I mean, they have a really good farm system up. Um, they have pitching. They have some hitters that are coming up. Um, I, I think they're going to be in, in, in a really good place if, if they can sustain that. Um, they, they probably need to add a, a, a number one uh, frontline pitcher. And I don't think that organization is going to pay for a top-line pitcher in free agency or trade for that. No, they, they, they need to be a little crafty and, and... – and uh, either develop some people or go find people on the cheap that uh, can still play a little bit. And yeah, they, they need to manage that. If fine pitching, like the A's fine players. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't, I don't know um, in terms of the last five years, the organization hasn't been there, but now they have, they have the prospects coming up like, like Grayson Rodriguez or DL hall. Although I think Rodriguez might be injured. Um, right now um but they're two pitchers for their future yeah they, they got some offensive players that are playing pretty well that that catcher they brought up who got off to a really hot start he's cooled off a little bit but 
Rushman. Yeah, Rushman. Adley Rushman. Yeah. Yeah, and then their shortstop, Jorge Mateo. Um, he's not. It's it's funny. He's hitting two eleven, but he's got twenty four stolen bases. So, um, he must be a nightmare on the on the base pass. And Here's the thing for the Orioles. Um, is, is that they they play in obviously the toughest division in in baseball, and the the fact that they'll have twenty less games next year in that balance, yeah. well, somewhat balanced schedule, yeah, yeah, yeah. will help propel them um, to a possible um, wild card uh, spot next year. Yeah, well, at least put them in the in the race. Yep. yep. Yeah, I mean, because they're half in the race now. They are. I mean, they're only yeah. three out of the wild card. Yeah, they lost yesterday. I think they lost two out of three. But um, okay, so with Soto, uh, you, you're you're a hundred percent. He's going to get traded. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent, but um, I'm somewhere in the eighty to ninety percent. Okay, all right. So I'm probably a little, I'm probably the eighty eighty to ninety percent as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so this time next week, that's what we'll be talking about. It's going to be a, a fun trading period this week. Um, going to be a lot of teams that are, are, are nervous in, in, in the Bush League. And I guess next week we'll also spend a fair amount of time um, possibly on, on trades and how it affected the teams and who were the big winners and big losers. Yeah, and I could be a huge loser. <laughs> hey, you're a winner in my book no matter what happens. All right, thanks. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, this week, uh, we do have a Twib note brought to you by Schaefer. Schaefer, the one beer to have if you're having more than one. I had a – how do you pronounce this? I, I believe it's Smittix. Smittix. Uh, and it looks like Smithwick's. Yeah. It's an Irish red ale. Uh, have you ever had this? I have. Yeah. I have. It's decent. It's uh, You know what? I, I, I like red ales. They're, they're fine. Yeah. I, I've had the Scottish one at the place – uh, that we go to, uh, it's called Skull Splitter. That's a Scottish red ale. Um, okay. I, I found it easy to drink, and I liked the taste, but I wasn't into the second one, and I'm not I'm not sure why. All right, so so here's the thing, right? At 4.5% ABV, and it's an L, wouldn't you prefer to have that over uh, a Miller or a oh. Bud or a Coors? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and and there's that's why there's so many more options. You can world people. You can do better than some of these macro beers. You can do much better. Okay, uh, beer advocate has a 79, and I think that's probably what it is. Okay, it sounds a little bit low to me, but I I might be remembering back in the day. Um, so so let's talk about this for a second here. You said it's an Irish red ale, right? From from Ireland. Aren't you going to Ireland next year? Well, that's that, that's our plan. Yep. Yep. Okay, so you're going to start um, start drinking a few more uh, Irish beers, and well, I don't... Oh, wait, we got to get you. We got to get you into a Guinness, don't we? Uh, yeah. You know, I I don't I don't think I've ever. I guess I've had a Guinness before. I, I don't You've know. never had a Guinness before. Come on now. I, I not that I remember. It just doesn't look appetizing to me. Oh, my gosh. It looks so – you know what? Remember the Todd Rundgren song? I'm going to paraphrase this. We got to get you a Guinness. What's – And then when we're through with you, we'll get me one too. Okay. Okay. Uh, I just looked up that Skull Splitter. That has a 91 wow. rating. Maybe because it's an ABB at 8.5. Maybe because it's a little meatier, uh, has some kick to it. I don't know. <laughs> Be careful. Uh, that's that's getting close to the golden monkey range. No, no, I meant th- like the taste. It, this this tasted more of a it, very very light, not watery, but because it had some taste to it. But um, yeah. I, wow, I, wow, and, and you're saying eight and a half percent ABV? Wow. No, no, no. I'm talking about the Irish the Irish red ale. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. This, I'm sorry. Yeah, the I'm skull really messing splitter, you up. Yeah, the skull splitter, the Scottish one, um, seemed to have more of the kick and maybe that accounts for the higher beer advocate score absolutely absolutely that makes sense all right um no podcast corrections follow-ups we don't care anymore it's just late in the season (laughs) actually i'm sure we're making tons of mistakes but you're right we don't care uh and and we did have some texts um 
Rick was talking about if he won that Mega Millions lottery, he was buying his own team and hiring you as a GM. You want you um, that pressure at this he, point he in your text, life? He texted me that before I made my trade with the uh, um, <laughs> Sewer Hawk, so he may want to rescind that offer. Okay. And then uh, Bill caught up with the uh, podcast. He was on that trip to Germany, which I'm, I'm curious to see how that went. Um, so he sides with you on the NIL thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't, I don't, maybe I'm a bit surprised. Okay. All right. Um, no, I, I could, yeah, I see that. But yeah, like we talked before, I, I'm so disenchanted with that. So, so I really need to, we need to wait to, to talk about this until the college football season. And I think I can get you, uh, well, that's pretty soon, I guess, in like two or three weeks. I think I can get you uh, revved up on that. So I, I can't remember where you landed. Do you have your pit season tickets again, or did you not? Because it sounded like you did, and then you didn't, and you did again. I do. I'll be out there September 1st. Okay. Thursday See that? Night. You can't help yourself, can you? Thursday you you have an addiction. Thursday night at West Virginia. All right. We're going to go through a 12-step program to get you off of that. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> All right, well, well, see, you're missing the first one. You you haven't even admitted you have a problem. <laughs> Intervention. Um, all right, what, what, what are you walking off with? All right, just, just real quickly, um, July's Golden Monkey Power Rankings um, are going to be out on the website later today. Uh, give it a read. Uh, another nice job by by the Bulls with that. Um but there's a shakeup in the standings, so everybody take a look at that. And then number two, um, as we've talked about in this podcast, uh, Major League Trading Deadline, 6 o'clock Tuesday. And our trading deadline in the Bush League is Wednesday. So everybody check your phones, check all media, um, and uh, be prepared. Um, I don't know what trades will be going through by then, but it's, it's going to be interesting and definitely have an impact on the league. Okay. All right. What about you? Uh, I'm walking off with a phrase that uh, I, I'm sure you've heard at work because you talk about it at, all the time that people used to tell you you were right at work. What else could they tell me? <laughs> <laughs> and my wife, Christy, said to me, I think it was last week, we were in a conversation and uh, she says to me, you know, sometimes you truly amaze me. So, what she said sometimes you truly amaze me so well, when you well, hear what that, the context of this when you hear that uh you know your brain thinks like all right those words are a compliment but when you read the facial expression and the negative non-verbals that are at <laughs> your way you're thinking like all right i i need to ask a follow-up question on this because i feel like it was a um i felt like it was a little derogatory after i was reading the uh the non-verbal expressions uh, yeah, because I couldn't remember someone's birthday, and she said, you know what, you you know every stat in baseball, but you can't remember this person's birthday. Why is that? And I, like, I, don't, I don't know. If they, I, I think I, I should explain it to her as, in, well, if they had a baseball card when I was 15, I would remember it. Like, they, if, if, if people need to put out, like, baseball cards so I can keep by my desk or I can just go through it occasionally, and I'll start remembering stuff about it. All right, so if I may comment on this, number one, you truly are a baseball savant. And there's actually a fairly good website by the exact same name. Um, so I, I, I get, I, I get what, what, what Christy is saying on that because, um, yeah, you, you do remember a lot of uh, baseball history and nostalgia. But number two, um, who, this person's birthday that you forgot. What's what's your relationship? Are there, is it family? Is it a friend? What, what what is it? Yeah, it's pretty close family. All right. Well, do you have them in your phone? Are, like, do you have if, if they're close? How about this? I would give you a pass if you don't have them in your phone. No, I have them in my phone. Oof! Wow, this is just, you. You know that but under context, they have. We can put people's birthdays in there. It wasn't a type of thing where 
I can't remember. Like, it's the type of thing of, I can't ever remember if it's the 29th or the 27th. It's that type of can't remember. I, I, I'm trying to help you out here, pal. If you put it into your phone and you check, do you, do you, do you, check, do you put stuff into your phone and, and have uh, uh, your daily uh, list or on your calendar? No, I, I write everything on an index card in the morning. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Come on now. you got to transition to the 21st century. I, I, uh, I'm going to have to rule on the side of Christie on this one. <laughs> I thought we were tight. You just said, you just said that. You just said something positive about me. Look, I can't even remember what you said. It was like five minutes ago. Oh, it's positive, but I'm, you know, breaking this down. I'm just, how about this? I'm trying to encourage you to help you get better. Okay. Help me help you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Um, Okay, so uh, next week is, we will be on next week. We're just trying to figure out when. All right, yeah, everybody take a look. It could be Sunday night. It could be Monday, um, but should be updated in your feeds. Hold on a minute. I just screwed something up. Hang on. So um, just remind everyone about the about the um, the trade deadline because I, I, I don't want this getting jacked up here. So the baseball trade okay. deadline is on Tuesday. Yeah, baseball uh, trading deadline is August 2nd at 6 p.m. Eastern time. So I would imagine after all those trades go down, um, we have until the following day, uh, Wednesday, August 3rd, to make trades. And I think they have to be in because you have three days for the approval. I think it's the 4th. Five, six, it's the 4th. Because the 7th is on a Sunday. Oh, okay. All right. So yeah. we have the fourth. All right. Yeah, well, yeah. there you go. See, yeah. even a day. I was trying to encourage people to get in a day early. How do you like that? So don't wait. What you just told me is you can't remember the third or the fourth. <laughs> I can put it in, in my your, calendar. You have it in your phone. <laughs> yeah, I actually. Not only do I have it on my phone, I actually have it in, in on our notes that I'm looking at right here, and I still messed it up. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, anything else? That's all for me. Good luck, everybody, this week. Yeah. And don't, hey, if Soto Contreras stay in the National League, don't send me bull crap. (laughs) Very good, Chief. All right, I'm out. See ya.